I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's Sophie Pesante. It's so good to be with you all this morning. Um, I'm going to jump right in and continue on in our reading from 2 Peter 2, verses 1 to 3. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction, and many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. So this might seem like quite a heavy few verses to begin our Thursday with, but I hope that um, what I say this morning um, leads and encourages you to dig deeper into the Lord and to his word. So I thought I could split these verses into two sections. The first one being, what is false teaching? Um, And the second one is, how do we avoid being exploited by it? So when thinking about um, what to look for in um, false teaching, the first thing is secret destruction of the words of our master. So in the first half of verse one, it states that false prophets secretly bring in teachings which are destructive and may even deny the master who bought them, the master being Jesus. This means that these teachings, whoever they're taught by or whoever they come from, are not ones we can trust because their foundations are not built on solid ground but in secret, causing them to destroy those who have not already built their foundations on the Lord or who aren't particularly on their guard about Um, what they are receiving and hearing. So an interesting synonym that I found for a secret is unpublished, which means that I think the question we need to be asking ourselves is, do the teachings that we hear and receive line up with what we know to be true of the published and God-breathed scripture that we have been given? The second thing to look for within false teachings is sensuality and greed. So in verse 2, we're told that many will follow their sensuality. In other words, Peter is stating that our hearts are innately greedy and self-serving and will follow the ways of the world if we are not built on the word of the Lord. We cannot trust our own feelings or desires for knowledge when they're not formed and founded on the truth of who God is, because this leads to destruction. So this reminded me of um, Adam and Eve in Genesis when Eve's desire for knowledge and to be like God led to destruction in the garden because she listened to the serpent and trusted his words before God's. Satan twisted ever so slightly the words that God had used to make Adam and Eve believe that they were in lack when really they had the Lord and life in all of their fullness. They had what we now desire Um, the Lord in all of his fullness and life in absolute abundance with nothing separating them from either of those two things. So the question here is, are the words 
or ideas and ways of life we're believing, serving our own selfish desires or the Lord and his desires. So moving on to the section of how do we avoid this um, false teaching now that we've kind of gone through how to distinguish it. Um, the first thing is to know the way of truth. So in the second half of verse 2, it states that the way of truth will be blasphemed by these false teachers who will arise and in our day have inevitably already risen among us. The solution to combating these blasphemies, um, which are sometimes quite hidden, is to know the way of truth, to know Jesus who is the way and the truth and the life. He is all we have ever needed or desired. And there are so many examples in scripture of where the Lord points us to be steeped in his truth. So for example, in Proverbs 1, 7, it says, fear the Lord because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And Psalm 1 similarly says, blessed is the man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water. So if the way of truth being blasphemed is inevitable, as we're told, then we must be rooted and planted in it in order to avoid destruction within our hearts. The second um, thing to be aware of um, when we're thinking about how to avoid being taken over by these false teachings um, is to learn to be satisfied with bread and water. And what I mean by that is um, that Jesus is the bread and the water of life. His word is offered to us as our daily bread, and we should not allow ourselves to want for anything extra, although this can often be difficult. Um, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. He alone should be the substance of our spiritual diet, and no one and nothing else should be feeding our souls. So I just encourage you as we close to be satisfied in the Lord, as difficult as that might be. Um, and the way we can do that is to be steeped in his word and to know him better. So I'd love to close by reading this prayer that Peter prays at the end of his book to encourage us to be on our guard and to know the way of truth. So Second Peter 3 verses 17 to 18 Take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. This morning, off the back of what Sophie said, we prayed that we would be able to say sorry where we haven't been rooted um, in the way of truth and that we would have an increased desire and delight in the law of the Lord. And we also prayed today as restrictions ease once again for those still feeling nervous, for those with personal anxiety, for those financially struggling, for schools and hospitals and other places of work struggling with less staff and for tension in our government. We prayed uh, for God's peace um, to reign in all of those situations, both personally and corporately. So let's, let's pray that together today.